0: Well, Jerry, thank you for taking some time with us here today. Uh, We'd love to get to know a little bit about you and your organization and the services, the unique services that you provide for um, this important idea of building wealth and um, helping people pursue their dreams and their goals. So tell us a little bit about what it is you do or a little bit about your background. Where would you like to start?
1: Thank you, Linda. I appreciate that. The, The Place I'd like to start is probably my background would be guess. I I was in the financial services industry for a number of years, over 20 years in financial services. Most recently I was with Wells Fargo in the private bank department and dealt with a lot of high and ultra high net worth clientele. Smaller individuals as well, yes, but generally I like to put a team around individuals especially on on the higher levels. And I think that goes good for everybody. Within this, the the team would sit around and you have the attorney, the accountant, the chartered financial analyst, the banker, the investment advisor, the clients would all be gathered together to discuss how we were going to uh, really help the client and move the situation farther down the road. And the client would ask a question. One of the clients would ask a question. And in that question, somebody would start communicating. And in the communication process, Say the highly intelligent chartered financial analyst would come up and start discussing many things that they wanted to, to describe about the betas, the aspect ratios, the investment process, how we chose the, the, this, that, and the other, completely missing what the question was from the client. So, in that, I said there had to be a better way. So, I put a lot of PhDs together, I put a lot of science behind this to create Unitify. Unitify is, is uniting the financial industry one personality and one behavior at a time and in a unique way so the client can be communicated with and heard from where their position is so we can then allow financial professionals to communicate more effectively and then in turn allocate more appropriately as it goes for each client so that process then allows the financial professional to be better heard by the organization by their superiors and then the uh, the superiors in the organization to better understand who their clientele are so they can market more effectively and then communicate more effectively within the whole relationship so we can say in doing this we took this to uh, the scientific community okay. i presented at the world academy of science engineering and technology uh, out in paris in 2018 to get the buy-in from the scientific community Now, our results as it relates to risk and how people behave when risk is applied to their financial situation is over 99% accurate as it relates to that. And that's proven scientifically. The other thing that we do when you talk conservative to aggressive is that we go another step. We take it vertical. How somebody likes to be communicated and make decisions on either the logical side of the fence or the passionate side of the fence. So when everybody is marketing to, sailboats and sand beaches for example in retirement you see the commercials you're missing half the ball because somebody in that relationship really wants to know how is the war out there with russia and the ukraine affecting my oil uh investments how is that debacle out there in the silicon valley bank affecting my financial investments that i have with mortgage-backed lending and stuff like that so you need to hit that logical side as well as the passionate side of the fence. Sure. And by presenting Unify, we can then encircle and encompass and really hit each individual the way they wanna be communicated. Absolutely. So that's what we do in a nutshell.
0: I love that, that credibility built into the data, right? The scientific element applied with the human dimension of how we show up with our emotional space. Um, it sounds like you found that that sweet spot. Um, and, and putting it into a practical application. Love it.
1: Absolutely. Love it. Absolutely. What yeah. kind of Be-
0: growth have you seen from the world in which you lived before then to using this u- unique special, specialty tool and service?
1: Oh, yeah. exponential. Exponential. Because again, the way you communicate, the relationship being the key, not only with existing clients who you know, you want to prove that you know, how do you know that client? How can you prove that in an audit? with our tools you can, The you see it, the Unified Consumer Information Tool is that you see the personality, you see the behavior, and you can show that to anybody that asks, why did I allocate this way? I know my client this well, I could prove that I know my client this well. Same thing with new existing clients coming on, that you can say, "Boy, I really work well with somebody that's very logical and very aggressive, more the energizer type of personality, right? Well, if somebody comes on and they're very conservative and they're very more on the passionate side of their decision-making, you don't work well with that type of client, then you can revenue share with somebody else in the firm that does well work well with that type of situation. So it's a very, you, you're not letting anybody go away. It's it, So to see that growth from a firm, to see that growth from an individual, because that 80-20 rule, you spend you know 80% of your time and then 20% is the one that really make you the money, right? So so we're very cognizant of that. And the ones that have put this together are educators in the space of, of financial services, as well as individuals within the financial services realm, partnering with PhDs to help put all of our algorithm and everything else together. So it is, it is quite, eye-opening because that's the fear the fear is like especially when you're starting out and even when you're in the industry for quite a while you never want to blow anybody up you never want to hurt anybody the the litigation risk is is we had we've done blogs with q tech rock and uh ra compliance consultants because we had to get the buy-in from from those industries as well and become strategic alliance partners especially with ra compliance consultants uh that we do it's it's eye-opening. And then we had to take it to the to the insurance industry, those that provide EO insurance for the industry, especially the national administrator from Lloyd's of London, Lockton Affinity. They looked at us, they tore us apart, took us all apart, and they said, if firms utilize your tools, we can save them up to 30% in EO premiums. Wow. 30 percent.
0: That's big so, number.
1: That significantly uh, affects the bottom line and the growth that you just asked about is, is, is pretty significant.
0: How much time does it, does it take for someone to complete the online tool that you reference? What's the investment of time to complete that? And then for you to review with them?
1: Yes, absolutely. It takes, uh, that was the other thing. We interviewed CFPs and CFAs across the country to say, what do you really need over 250 across the country? One of us that says it has to be accurate and it has to be quick. So the quick, time frame is between two to seven minutes for a client to complete the assessment. It's 20 questions. And with that much information, you can can really understand. And then the training process for the financial professional it can't be an extra burden. Oh, my gosh, I have to learn a new system. Oh, my gosh, I have to learn. That can't happen either, because being in that industry, I know our time is valuable. So it's got to be easy to understand, quick to implement, and then highly accurate in what you're doing. So minimal process to learn our tools from a financial professional point of view, and minimal time for a client to complete an assessment and get highly accurate results.
0: Love it. Very innovative to connect to people's natural tendency of how they communicate, how they need to process information, how they need to trust you based on the data that they see, right? All of that. I love the dimensional element of this. Wonderful. Wonderful. And, and, so you took something that was a a um, service and you made it even better, right? You made it easier. Um, right. So almost innovative from a startup. Uh, was it like a startup process when you did your company? And what might have you yeah. learned on that? Oh, yes,
1: absolutely. And, and the thing is that we knew from the highly successful financial professionals in the industry, whether they're part of a large group, Wells Fargo, principal, any of those, to a small IRA firm that you might have. Uh, you know, two or three financial professionals team together are just one. This very successful ones we're already utilizing some sort of personality assessment, like Gallup Strengths Finder, Colby Cognitive Index, Myers Briggs, that type of assessment already. But the thing that we provide that they don't is it's geared to the financial services industry and we give you tips. On what to do with that type of personality or primary behavior attributes that we recognize. And then we map it out so you can see all of your clientele on who you work really well with. So when you're talking about referrals and say, you know, Linda, I really appreciate you. We work well together. Introduce me to somebody just like you because we could help them. Some of your friends that are like, well, what does just like you mean? I Through know. the Unified Consumer Information Tool, that you see it, you see the personality before the person even comes to the door. So that that has been, you know, pretty pretty monumental in in what we've seen as far as taking it something that already exists to the next level. And then in the startup world that you see is that when somebody sees a good idea, a lot of times uh, they might want to take it for their own. So within the startup process and the individuals that we've worked with sometimes we had to go through those process of keeping our arms around the company so it doesn't get gobbled up and taken by by other entities that have, have wanted to take it for their own free revenue even so just some of the pitfalls that greed comes into play within something that is that is that looks very profitable
0: right and and the goodness that's involved in the intention, right, is for it yeah. to be helpful to others, no doubt. I'm Amen. curious then, as you're building team, because you're very, you've got a lot of energy yourself, right, and and you you clearly um, believe in this tool. What do you look for when you're building team? What qualities are you looking for as you're adding um, employees to your team?
1: So the things that that we really need to understand is those that can uh, look outside the box and somebody that can think well on their feet because. In, a, in an environment where you're high growth, you have to have the trust factor within the team as well. So to be able to trust you, for example, we were bringing some, some, a, a team member on that I understood was very, very well-versed at golf and basically a scratch golfer. And I asked uh, at the time, I said, look, I know the course that you play. If uh, you had nobody in front of you and you wanted to shoot par, how long would it take you? five hours okay and normal round of golf is about four meaning they took their time energy okay now you're playing with the foursome and you want to do really good how long are you going to take to complete a round of golf and still shoot very very well probably four and a half to four hours and 45 minutes so i knew that this person had to take and analyze too much time and i think that bodes well into the last to, to the master's tournament and and some of the talk that was there that they groups ahead of them were taking too much time. We can't afford that. Sometimes we have to think well on our feet and we have to be able to go and process information and then make decisions. So somebody that can think outside the box, somebody that can move fast and somebody that, is, that we can trust is huge in the organization right now. Obviously knowledge and all that, they give they learn, yes. But some of those outside intrinsic values that we look for, that's it.
0: Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. I'm curious. This is the question that one of my favorite questions is: um, What would be your advice to your younger self? And you get to pick the age, younger self. What would be your advice to your younger self that you would give from from personal, from life, from business?
1: I, I think about that, and and there's two things. Number one is is no regrets. Meaning, if you look back on it and you think you would regret not doing something, or you would regret doing something, based some of the decisions on the regrets factor. Like, would I regret not purchasing this? Would I regret purchasing this? If you look at the regret factor, would I regret joining this organization? Would I regret letting that organization go and me not joining it? Those are some of the things, and the other is never give up. Because I truly, truly believe is that if if you really, really want something, you will find a way to get it, and you will do it. Bottom line, it's going to happen. Never give up. And I think that's some of the things in talking with different individuals that I've worked with over the years. There, they say, Jerry, you're somebody who doesn't like to give up. No, I I I will not. And when I know it's worth it, I am going to give everything. But life, marriage. Everything else that I try to do in my life, children uh, and sports—it's—it's it's a, a factor in me. I don't want to give up.
0: <laughs> Persevere, love it, push through it. I'm just curious, what do you do today to invest in yourself, to keep growing and learning, and stay relevant?
1: Oh, education—by far, education is the key. And the 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 more ideas, the more relevance that you could get out there with just little bits of of. Sniglets of information. That was a word that was coined by uh, HBO years ago. It's a little sniglet of information. If you can gain something from somebody somewhere, and, and the only way you're gonna do that is, is keep learning, asking questions, understanding, right? All of those types of things. And it, that to me is it. That's, that has, to, there's more books I've read now that people have put out in the last, that I did all throughout high school and college.
0: <laughs> Lifelong learning. It's, a, it's a good approach. Good advice. Amen. Well, thank you, um, Jerry, for that. Um, there's a lot of exciting insight. you You hold energy well. I love it.